Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation. This time we'll be covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 23, Moaning Bugs. I'm joined by just me, May, and this is due to scheduling, but Quinn and Chloe will be voicing their thoughts in Quinn and Chloe quick comments. So stay tuned for that and that also is the housekeeping for this episode. It'll be done a little bit differently, it's done as per our usual episodes that we record separately, but in terms of the discussion it should be more or less the same as other episodes. And I've already listened to their thoughts so I could obviously react to those thoughts. But uh, yeah, so that's cool and fun and we'll get to that in a moment. So first of all, before I pass on to Quinn Chloe quick comments, a quick synopsis for this week's episode. So a bug is causing Digimon to attack humans, and Clockmon is working to save humans from the attacking Digimon. But the chosen children's Digimon get affected too. Then with the help of Mummymon taking a sample that Clockmon collected, the cast discover that it's actually an SOS signal sent by a Morphmon who is captured by a human. The human is located after the satellite which is broadcasting the signal is destroyed, and they are able to save the Morphmon. And we see that this, the researcher is this human. Uh, and we're not sure if we'll ever see her again. Hopefully we do. And on to Quinn Chloe quick comments. Okay, so this is Ghost Game episode 23, Moaning Bug. Ooh, woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess... It's been a while since we've recorded separately. Yeah. yeah. So, hello. Um, here are our highlights, I guess. <laughs> So, uh, the first act was really good. It was it was super strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I personally really loved Kiyoshiro's onomatopoeia of the sounds that Jellymon was making <laughs> was when so she was skidding good. around. Phenomenal. Um, Jellymon being possessed was also super cool. Um, especially, like, right off the title card and when we didn't know anything at all about what was going on. Ah, oh, that was super... It was... It was sick. Yeah, the episode was just really good. Yeah, no, there was a lot of really good stuff here. Um, I, I, I wish I didn't feel like every episode started off strong and and then you know dipped off over time, but that did sort of happen here, unfortunately. Uh, because as great as the first act was, and the following two were fine. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, right. I'm sorry, I'm looking at a note because sometimes I have to do that. Um, they decided to do the best thing that happened in Try briefly, which was just having Patamon get infected and then die, but nobody died here, which was maybe a little bit of a shame. Um, yeah, I, I liked how we we got to the end of the first act without really knowing what was going on at all, and that was pretty cool. They just kind of gave us, like, you know, eight minutes in uh, of just kind of like, oh gosh, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. And that was that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I miss I miss that now. <laughs> yeah, with that said, because they wanted to do, you know, the suspense of the, the first act not explaining anything, they ended up not really explaining anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what well, the last highlight that we have here is that the animation looked great. Holy oh yeah, <sighs> this was a beautiful episode. Yeah, I really hope that they're able to keep this up because uh, yeah, no, that was a significant step up. I'm guessing this was probably the first one made after the hacks or whatever. Um, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully, I don't know. I guess much about that process, but if so, good for them. Good yeah. for them. Mm. Um, oh, excuse me. Um. Now we're doing lowlights. <laughs> yeah. This will probably be a very fast episode, just uh, for reference, because we're... 
having a, an anniversary thing. Well, six month anniversary yeah. thing. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the the whole you know double entendre bug, as in they are, it's a computer bug, and bug as in they act like bugs. It was cute, but you know, it was a bit much. It's been done so many times, just by Digimon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second and third acts happened. You know, like I'm, I'm kind of mad that the solution was feed Gamamon spicy food because he sneezed at some and pepper. pepper. And and why didn't it work on either of the others? Because you know, we we see Rui try to take down. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. How did we not include this in the highlights? We see Rui try to take down Angoramon with a what is that? A field hockey stick or something stick like or that? A, a cricket mallet, something along those lines. Even if she doesn't want to, you can tell she's willing to. She'll yeah. swing that sucker. Uh, and later she, you know, hits him with a golf club. Like, yeah. Ruri, Ruri was amazing this episode. She was. She really was. Um, yeah, I, honestly, single best part of the episode was Ruri almost getting to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. The ending was just kind of disappointing due to all the, you know, like, hand-waving that they kind of did to yeah. make things happen. Yeah, we brought back Mummymon, who gave, like, a four-second explanation of, oh, by the way, Morphomon's scales can just do things. One of which, based on what I'm seeing here, is apparently taking over a, a significant number of Digimon's minds by accident. Mm-hmm. And then forgetting the entire incident, using a satellite that yeah. was over Tokyo one night a year. Which Kiyoshiro is smart and new. <laughs> yep. At this time of year, in this part of the country, localized, localized entirely, entirely over Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, and I feel like it could have been a little bit better if they had like introduced um, Researcher Lady who was trapping Morphamon like, a little bit earlier, but... I wish she'd gotten a name. Yeah. Woman who is not Maki. Tell me your secrets. She Tell me your dreams. Not Maki. Whoever that is. Um, yeah. It. I feel like it could have been better if we had, like, you know, a reason to empathize with her, but she just kind of gets pulled out at the last second, and we, like, I thought that uh, Morphamon was trapped by another Digimon. I definitely did, then, too, until like, the very, very quick swerve to no actually yeah and then it was like oh and also that's why it made the infected digimon mad at humans you know because it's sos signal can just do that yeah it was just a lot um and also based on the preview that we saw last week i really expected there to be more plot yeah yeah the Maybe we'll do something with the with the humans capturing Digimon and studying them thing. That would be pretty cool. But I feel like if we were going to do that, she'd have gotten a name. Most likely, yeah. So, yeah, the, those were basically... Well, actually, hold on. Were those all of our lowlights? Or did we just put some other stuff in miscellaneous thoughts? You know, I think this one qualifies as a lowlight. Like, why can Morphomon do this? Yeah, by accident. Can Morphomon do it again? Yeah, what, like Morphomon can apparently just kind of sub- do instrumentality or something subconsciously, uh, you know, hijack a satellite. Yeah, like you do. Yeah, you know when when you're upset about something, so you, you try to get help. So you send out an SOS signal through your scales, and it accidentally hacks the satellite that very coincidentally happens to be over Tokyo tonight, and turns and Digimon's... turns the moon red, and then causes Digimon to go insane until eventually they 
pass along a message to please save me and also yourselves by shooting down a satellite with the the sphere of launchness. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just this episode was really great until you think about it even a little bit. Yeah. But all that said, I liked this episode, was, and honestly, I don't even feel bad about doing the, you know, girl who's only seen Ava says, wow, getting a lot of Ava vibes from this, because, yeah, we we did just have, um, uh, what, uh, wasn't Gammon, just, yeah. you know, sh- throw the Spear of Longiness at the 15th Angel in this episode, and I was yeah. here We didn't need to reroute power from all of Tokyo, but instead we had Kirishiro typing really hard. Mm-hmm. While yeah. telling us how great he was, it was all it was a little. You sure? Why do you well. know where all the satellites are? Mm-hmm. It's just what happens when you're a genius level brain woman. <laughs> anyway, uh, favorite character: Ruri. Ruri, hands down. Yep. The fact that um, she was willing to, you know, smack Angoramon around to try to you know, help bring him back to his senses. I'm pretty mad that Hero got to be the hero by making Gammon eat spicy food yep. by accident. Whereas Ruli is out here just like ready to smash some <laughs> heads into it yep. her friend saved. And she oh damn, my field anything. hockey stick broke. Better get a golf club. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Ruli hands down. Yeah, that said, it kind of speaks to a larger issue with uh, specifically this season, but Digimon in general, which is. Please let women do things instead of just trying to do things. Ruri's moment of badassery was incredible, but she has no actual agency over the plot that happens. Mm-hmm. Her Digimon gets infected, chases her around, and Hiro saves her because we needed a big strong man to shoot the big cannon. <laughs> to squirt hot sauce in your mouth. <laughs> and then squirt a laser at a satellite. Yeah. <laughs> Just to squirt turn off some electrons <laughs> on yonder satellite. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Quinn, how would you rate this episode out of five? Uh, for, for all my for all my bitching about it, I gotta give this a four. It was very fun to watch until I thought about it even yeah. slightly. Um. So I'm I'm gonna do. I'll I'll call and raise or whatever to borrow a poker term and I, I think it should be clear that i don't play poker by how much i'm stumbling through this but um i'm gonna give it a 4.5 it was it was good i loved how much ava there was in it mm-hmm. and um it also was ava because um morphamon uh the virus turned the digimon's mm-hmm. eyes to tang mm-hmm. their eyes got instrumentality yeah, yeah. But hey, no one no one had to have the three brains of their mom fight over things, so mm-hmm. it wasn't that, Ava. <sighs> you're right, you're right. Um, let's see. So, okay, so you gave it a 4, I gave it a 4.5. Mm-hmm. As far as rankings go... Uh, so, I ended up with mine in between episodes 1 and 11, which is 8th place... And I put mine uh, the second highest of my 4.5s, so that is going to be under episode 20, or sorry, under episode 4, above episode 12, uh, also coincidentally in 8th place. So there we go. This was, this was solid. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a really fun episode, and I almost wish that they just hadn't tried to explain anything. <laughs> yeah, I kind of so wish better. they just Doctor Who'd it and just, you know, 
just just didn't because yeah that's the main thing that's holding me back it's like gosh you tried to explain it and it was pretty bad yeah otherwise i would have loved this episode i have to read an awful lot into you know the four seconds that scientist woman got on screen Mm -hmm. yeah because we were initially unclear if you know morphamon got captured you know yesterday or like you know has it been months? Has Morphomon been waiting for the one day of the year when the yeah, satellite is near the moon so to, to, to do that whole thing I described earlier? Uh, yeah. And then forget the entire thing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can um, they do it again? Probably not, unless... You know, not until next year. <laughs> uh, no, they shot down the satellite. We gotta get a new one. So, some other satellite. Yeah. At some point, I'm sure. It's just scheduled like that, don't you know? You only get one <laughs> transit over Tokyo a year. Yeah, geosynchronicity, not a thing. Yep, yep. Not for those satellites. <laughs> anyway. Thoughts about the series so far? Uh, I wish Gammon would grow up and stay grown up. Yeah, we... I wish... We did the first errand episode, and they got my hopes up, and I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I, I wish we weren't still doing the the I'm gonna go kaboom to describe how, you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go kill the thing or uh, we asked Gammon after freeing him why did you do that and instead of getting useful information the way we would have out of beating the crap out of Angoramon until he came to his senses. We got, because I felt like it. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, ah, classic Gammon. Okay, thanks, bud, bye. Yeah. 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 Um, but other miscellaneous thought, uh, like we said before, the animation was really nice this time around, and I hope that is, you know, indicative of a pattern, but it also, like, it just seemed really well animated. Like, usually they say this level of animation for plot-important episodes, and this really didn't end up being that plot-important. Yeah, yeah, um... So, like, unless, uh... It was, it was, I guess as a miscellaneous thought, an interesting choice to have the first time in quite a while we've had characters recur uh we brought back two people and we sort of had them interact with the plot at least clockmon got to to do some fighting and such uh but yeah really didn't do anything with the the larger meta plot other than maybe some humans are jerks yeah which i mean you know if that means that they're going to be animating just the filler episodes even like even the filler episodes yeah then like i'm super here yeah please but uh if that is the case i hope they don't like burn themselves out, and then just kind of phone it in on the plot-important episodes. Yeah. Only do that if it's uh, sustainable, please. Yeah. Yep. Um, Colin has, has given me, you know, bad impressions of what happens when Digimon has to go on hiatus for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess it just kind of, like, it's not really a low light, it's not really a highlight. It just, I was kind of surprised slash bummed that we didn't get any, uh, like, permanent consequences or deaths this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, to say nothing, not even going into the moon turned red over the course of hours and or turned from a, a half moon to a full moon. Uh, the blood moon was tonight, you see. Yeah, all of our enemies respawn. Um, and the real Bloodborne began that night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say, last uh, last 
thought about the series so far? Screw Hirota, guy who didn't die at the beginning of this episode, but should have. Yeah, for no other reason, just to, you know, add some, uh, some, some weight to the thing. Yeah. I don't know, maybe they decided that that would be too much when they just followed it with eight minutes of, oh my god, all of our Digimon well, are turning weird and we don't know why. Most importantly, they didn't want to follow it up with, oh, by the way, Morphomon, you 100% got someone killed by accident, I guess. I suppose, yeah, that's fair. You accidentally made someone else commit homicide. Yeah, if if we had killed Lux's bucket. Exactly. So I understand why they didn't. Yeah. But all I'm saying is they were cowards. They should have done it. Yep. I'm just saying, kill Hirota. Look, you know, if you can't handle the fact that you might cause someone to kill someone else, then maybe you shouldn't have scales that just do things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe your scales just shouldn't be able to take over the minds of most of the digimon in tokyo mm-hmm. somehow so what are our predictions for next week's episode apparently plants are sharks yeah it just kind of seems like what if what if plants were instead really yandere bastards and i'm kind of here for that to be honest please no technical way please no technical no, no don't rape. even don't even speak it into existence um but yeah i didn't i didn't get a whole lot uh from it did we catch the title of next week's um twisted love i think is what it was hmm. although i don't have it in front of me yeah good title if, if true yeah um i know that we wrote down some miscellaneous thoughts but i think we also kind of covered them yeah. earlier um let's just find what this episode name is Oop. wow never mind doesn't matter yep doesn't doesn't matter air will we'll put it in if yeah. it matters um Anyway, Morphamon causes the third uh, impact. Um, Wesen Gammon is unit one and throws the Spear of Longiness through Angel 15. Good yeah. episode. I see some Ava. I like it. Is Twisted Love. Twisted Love, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. What can I say? Giant Naked Morphamon is my prediction for next week, I guess. <laughs> God, I hope not. Okay, well, good, good night. Bye. Bye. Now that we're done with the Queen Chloe quick comments, let's move on to May's monologue. So, first of all, highlights. What were my highlights this week? So, the animation, as Queen and Chloe mentioned, was just absolutely stellar this week. I really thought that it did a good job of the creepy scuttling away sort of creepiness of this episode. I feel like the animation did a good job in making that all very creepy and it was probably the creepiest episode that we've had but it's still towing the line of enjoyable horror and just going into like just horror that will keep you up it's it's creepy but it's still not quite going to keep anyone awake at least it's not going to be keeping me too awake but it was very scary very creepy so yeah, absolutely agree with Quinn and Chloe comments about the the horror and the animation from this episode. Like Quinn and Chloe, I also adored the fact that Ruri was just straight up trying to fight Angoramon. And overall, I enjoyed that each of the three Digimon and each of the three humans reacted to the situation in a different way. We had Jellymon who woke up and chose violence and chaos as always when she was infected. We have basically her just doing an exaggerated version of how she usually treats Kyoshiro. We had Angoramon slightly in control, trying not to hurt Rui, telling her to run and kind of leaving because he didn't want to hurt anyone. And then we have Gamamon who 
is kind of out of control but still a little bit clumsy in that way and when he comes to doesn't really have too much of a memory while Angoramon and Jellymon sort of have some memory of what just happened and it feels really unique and of course we have the humans react differently. Hero's trying to come up with a solution, kind of his hands-on, at first throws Gammon out through the door which is kind of, I don't know, it, it looked very painful and I was kind of like, oh poor Gammon. But again, it was the right thing to do. And we have him trying to come up with a solution. We have Kiyoshiro, who is just running for his life, trying to get protected and wants Gamamon to protect him from Jellymon until, of course, Gamamon himself is infected. And then we have Ruri, who is fighting, which is really cool. She's fighting alongside Clockmon, while we have Wes and Gammon trying to destroy the satellite. I thought that was pretty cool. Each character has their own role to play. No one's sort of sitting by idly. And then, of course, Kyoshiro ends up helping out about where the satellite's positioned and, of course, locating where this Morphmon and the human who is hurting this Morphmon actually is so they can rescue it. I like the fact that this episode had a unique sort of premise and it didn't follow that same uh, formula as a lot of the other filler episodes. It wasn't just Mon of the Week shows up, children research and investigate and find the Mon of the Week and then they either fight the Mon of the Week until the Mon of the Week leaves rather suspiciously, or they talk it down. So it, it's not like that sort of formula that we've seen from the other filler Mon of the Week episodes, and it feels kind of unique in that way, and I, I, I enjoy that. I felt that it was a unique premise for the episode, A Human is to Blame, like how last episode it was Jellymon is to Blame, this time a human is to blame. So I like the fact that it's unique in that way and I enjoyed the overall story. However, and I guess moving slightly into lowlights, I felt like it had the ghost game problem of really, really strong first part where they set the scene and they investigate what the issue is and they kind of find out what's causing it and how serious it is and show what happens. And then because they spend so much time doing that groundwork, setting up that groundwork for the story, they have to end up solving it fairly quickly. All of a sudden we learn that there's, oh yeah, there's a satellite passing over right this moment, right now, such a coincidence, that we can now destroy with a new attack, and then we find where Morphmon's located, and then without even talking to the researcher, because Clockmon's just there, just Clockmon grabs the hard drive and rescues Morphmon, and then we're able to recover Morphmon. It seemed like this episode could have almost been a two-parter, spend maybe the first episode you're researching and finding out what's happened, you're laying the groundwork, second episode you do further research, find out about the satellite, find out, find out about the researcher, and maybe even question the researcher or set her up as a character from the start or something. Just give a little bit more background there. I felt like it's definitely the ghost game problem of each episode is only 20 minutes, which, I mean, there are worse problems to have. It, it really sings this show's praises like it's you know it's it's such a good show it could actually do with spending more time on each episode rather than less and I know I've ma made this comparison a lot but in a lot of other seasons there are episodes which feel like they could have been half an episode and it's completely different from this uh, this season where episodes like this 
could honestly do with being a two-parter. And, yeah, the the season's meant to be rather episodic. You can kind of jump in at any moment and kind of get the general idea of the plot and what's happening. But it does hurt it, like, with episodes like this, that it just could go for a little bit more than the 20-minute anime time slot that they've given it because it just the solution always feels fairly rushed. I want them to do things with the rest of the show. I just I I like these episodes. I like even though they're kind of filler and they don't get much plot, I'm still enjoying it, especially when they're incredibly creepy. But that's my main low light. It's a low light that's definitely not unique to this episode and it's definitely something that I've mentioned for a good chunk of episodes, I'd say. But oh uh, yeah, it's it's mainly my only low light. It's something that Ghost Game episodes feel rushed because they spend too much time on the story of the episode. They develop whatever the Mon of the Week is so super well, it's only for a 20-minute episode. So that's a shame, but overall, really like this episode. Really, the animation did the episode justice and just made it so, so creepy. And that's mainly my lowlights. I don't my, I don't even think that's a real lowlight. I mean, it's kind of... It, I mean, I'm not really sure why the spicy food worked for Gaomon. Why didn't we just try it for Jellymon as well and Angoramon? But um, it's not too much of a thing. At least at least we got to see Wes and Gamamon save the day and not just Battle Gamamon kind of just... I don't know. We evolved to Battle Gamamon for like five seconds and then it didn't really do much. But anyway, so at least we saw Wes and Gamamon do a thing and it's very Evangelion. I love the fact that I was thinking Evangelion and then I listened to Quinn and Chloe's thoughts and I was just like, oh, good, we all made the Evangelion reference, that's great. So that was pretty cool. Always like a good, it's always Evangelion or is was that, an, oh my gosh, was that an Evangelion reference? Even though this is more of a, it's, it's a less than the other times we've said it's Evangelion, but it's still, it's definitely Arael, I think that, I think that's the angel's name. So, so that's the thing. Uh, in terms of our favourite characters, I also said Ruri, like Chloe and Quinn. We all just, I guess we just hive-minded this episode because we all picked Ruri. In terms of our ratings, we're all more or less similar. Both Chloe and I gave the same rating, so I also gave it a 4.5, and Quinn gave it a 4, which means that the overall number for this episode out of 15 is 13 which puts it on a tie with episode 2. And in our ranking, I found that Quinn and Chloe both put episode 2 above this week's episode. So I'm putting it above... just below episode 2, sorry. That means it's in 7th place in our overall rankings. As for our individual rankings, as Chloe and Quinn mentioned, they both put it in 8th place. And surprise, surprise, I also put it in 8th place. So we were very hive-minding, and I'll, I'll have you know that I made all my notes before I listened because I didn't want their views to sort of impact mine. Because usually when they give the view, like their rating, it's after I give my rating. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, my rating wasn't impacted by their views at all. But So I had to laugh when we all put it in 8th place. Uh, so yeah, it's it's in 7th place for our overall ranking, so just below episode 2. And mine's in 8th place, which means it's below episode 5, Divine Anger, and above episode 4, The Doll's Manor. 
So it is kind of nice that we all more or less sort of agreed on this episode. I was kind of worried listening to their thoughts because it almost seemed like they were a little bit more negative than I was in uh, in 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 my in my original notes. But we all kind of agreed and liked this episode, which is good. It's always nice that uh, I'm, I'm not alone in my enjoyment of an episode. And this episode was good. Again, it was hurt by the ghost game problem, which is just what I'm going to be calling it now. So if you ever hear me say, oh, this, this is the ghost game problem, that's what I mean. It's the really, really strong, like, first part and then rushed the rest of the episode because they've run out of time. So that's the ghost game problem. Uh, so yes, next other comments on Postmon Pat. So we have Ponchamon saying that the next episode preview, which is for this week's episode, they assume that the knife in the preview will end up being a surgical scalpel used by Mummymon to try and figure out what's going on and cause Digimon to behave the, the way that they are by perhaps taking a small sample from an infected Digimon. And yeah, absolutely, that's actually what happened. And I I loved that. I loved that they brought Mummymon into this episode. And that's definitely one of my main highlights is the fact that we brought back Mummymon. I was, I've been waiting for Mummymon to return. And now 23, well, not not exactly 23, because he was in episode 21, 22, uh, no, episode 1, and this is 23. So 20, 20 episodes later, I was kind of worried we wouldn't see him again. And it's nice that he's actually being a doctor. That's kind of cool. Next, we have Goldstars, who says, Didn't Bakumon say that he was dealing with everything caused by Pillamon's nightmare going everywhere? And they also want to note that it looked like at least one guy was still in the nightmare in the hospital when Pillamon woke up. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's still... Last episode, very horrifying still. I'm just thinking... Every time I think about it, like, no, last week's episode was also scary. Next we say we have K KG James who says when Kyoshiro talked about a greater power, they were half expecting him to use the Dream Ocean to make Tesla Jellymon evolve, but they're happy with how it turned out. Also, they liked that Bakumon didn't heal Jellymon because they love her, but she needs to, to have her own consequences. And yeah, I agree. I I still like the fact that Jellymon was the was the bad guy, and the, the show didn't try to like convince you otherwise. They basically said, "Yep, Jellymon's to blame." And they're saying that next week, which is episode 23, looks intense, not happy about the war scuttling at all, and they're happy to have the podcast back, which is good. I'm also happy to have a ghost game back and doing the podcast again because I was so out of practice. Like, every time, like, the start of last episode, I was like, how do I podcast, even though it's only been a month? Anyway, next we have Narumi who says they're glad the pod the hiatus is finally over. They missed watching the show and also our reviews of the episodes and hearing the podcast. Two things made they them like this episode a lot, which is obviously episode 22. Giving the spotlight to the other two main kids is not very common in the series, and it would have never happened in last season. I'm guessing Adventure Colin. And they say, and Skull Greymon... It was great because it brought back memories from the first two seasons of Digimon. Until today, they didn't understand why Skull Greymon didn't appear in Adventure Colon. Anyways, the episode wasn't special, but it had nice things that they liked, so they gave it a 4 out of 5. Also, the episode kind of reminded them about Pokemon because Simbara and Goromon used Double Team and Tesla Jellymon Dynamaxed. I, I love Pokemon. I can't believe I didn't make that connection myself. But yeah, that's definitely very Pokemon of them. Next, we have Danny, who says they give the episode a full 5 out of 5. They thought it was really cool seeing Skull Greymon's fleshy head after he was defeated. Yeah, that was really creepy, and they didn't expect to see that. They also loved the lucid dreaming aspect of the episode, so that's kind of cool. Next, we have Leoli, who says that Bakumon most likely can heal because of the holy powers, because he has the holy ring. And yep, I guess that also makes sense. 
Then we have Andrew who says that it's a dreamy episode. They don't know that Polomon was a fan-made Digimon and now they're curious how the creator will react. And yeah, me too. Like, every time I think about a, a, cre- a fan-created Digimon, I'm like, oh, I really would love to hear the, the thoughts of the original creator. Like, I, I hope they're happy. I hope they're not saying, wow, I should be paid more for this. I don't know. I just, I'd be really impressed. Anyway, Andrew then says they're curious how Hiro explains to the phone store how the phone got a bite from a tiny Ticeratops, or how big in size is the Digimon world. They remember correct, the email has a small limit size, so that's in terms of our conversation about how big Digimon can be. And yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense if you send through a Digimon in an SMS. Like, is is there a limit with how big they are? I, I don't know, but I guess that makes sense. Next, we have Frozen Studios, who says the episode was pretty good, the dream background was really cool, and it was nice to see Skull Greymon again after having him missing from 2020, which is Adventure Colon. They're giving the episode a 3.5 out of 5. And lastly, we have Digital Hazard, who say, We back! and that they were really looking forward to this episode. They loved some scenes with the Bone King, but others made him look goofy, like falling down hills and jogging, lol. And yeah, I, he did look a little bit goofy, but I guess how can how else can you look? You're kind of like this weird... I mean, big dinosaurs kind of move weird in general. They kind of have this tiny arms and the big legs and the, the head. It, it makes... yeah, they're very goofy. Uh, if I ever see a T-Rex in real life, I'm going to tell it it's goofy. Anyway, the then continues a good ep overall. Glad Hero and Gammon kept the bench warm. Kaiju Jellymon was pretty neat. And yeah, super agree. And yeah, I'm not like, wow, I, yeah, our last episode was good. And I think like, every episode is better the next week after I watch it, even though this, so I can only imagine how good this episode will feel next week. But anyway, those were our comments for Postmon Pat. And next, predictions on the next episode of A Twisted Love. Now, this episode looks really good, but I don't really have any predictions other than it's nice to see a new Digimon show up. This is... Uh, I'm, pr- I'm probably misremembering his name, but it's like Ajataramon, and he is from the Hermit in the Jungle dim, which is pretty cool. I have no idea how this episode will go. I hope we have Zassamon return, because I haven't forgotten about that creepy-looking friend. I, I hope we have Zassamon return soon. And I was kind of looking at the preview, I was like, oh, is this Zassamon again? But no, it's a Jataramon. Uh, they could do a little bit of a of like a, a, like a switcheroo of like, oh, you think it's a Jataramon, but it's actually Zassamon being the Mon of the Week. I don't know. Like, maybe when you see him kind of grab Hero in the preview, he's actually rescuing him or something or trying to keep him quiet because there's Asamon around. I don't know. Uh, but it's more than likely just Najataramon being the Mon of the Week. I'm hoping that this episode has another unique spin on whatever the episode's doing. But I don't know. I'm I'm still going into each episode fairly with with a fair amount of pessimism. I don't know if that's just an after effect of Adventure Colon where every episode it felt like I, the preview didn't interest me too much, but then the episode itself wasn't too good either. And Ghost Game hasn't really done that. Ghost Game has been keeping me very happy every week, but I'm still with a, cup, a little bit of uh, pessimism. So I'm kind of like, oh, not super stoked about next week. Looks kind of like just Mon of the Week, but... <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that, because Mon of the Week in Ghost Game is actually doing really well. This episode was definitely Mon of the Week. No plot, no plot at all. You could skip it and probably not miss anything, but it was just really nice to see those Digimon again. So yeah, I don't really have any predictions. I'm I'm hoping that it's at least another 3 out of 5. I'm hoping, obviously, for it to be even better. 
But yeah, I don't really have too many predictions. I just, I hope we get some plot soon though. Like, I really, really hope. I hope we get to see more of the researcher girl. I'm really worried that she's just going to be like a nameless character like the Birdman episode where he just kind of, he was, he had like, he was motivated by, he wanted to free the birds and that was it. And he didn't even get a name in the episode. In like the synopsis, he was given a name of Daigo, but he didn't actually, nothing happened from them. So, yeah, I hope the researcher is actually a character, but, I mean, it wouldn't be weird for Digimon to add in a new Chosen halfway through. They've literally done it in every single season, so I'm hoping that it is her. It'll be nice to have another girl, it'll be nice to have, like, a brainy girl, that'd be kind of cool, even though that means that most of the cast is just intelligent. Usually we only have, like, the one token intelligent character in Digimon, and if we added another one, it'd be like, well, we're all intelligent. So anyway, I'm, I'm not really sure what could be going on there, but hopefully it's something. It'd be very weird if we had our first season of Digimon without a new Chosen. But anyway, those are my thoughts for May's monologue. Alright everyone, so you can join us next time for episode 24, Twisted Love. The link dump's linked in the description, and so is our Redbubble, and also, of course, ways you can contact us and stay updated. So you can email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail.com, or you can comment on this episode on our website, which is lostintranslationmon.com, or on this episode on YouTube. You can follow us at Translationmon on Twitter, and of course you can follow us on that the Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and of course YouTube. Now, I'm trying to get to 15,000 subscribers by the end of the year, so if you haven't subscribed to YouTube already, please do so. It'd make me happy. So I'm really, really pushing to get to that 15,000 mark by the end of the year. I'm currently only on 11,000, so please subscribe. And also, can you get your 4,000 friends to also subscribe? Thank you. I'm at Digimon underscore Hero on TikTok, and I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Translationmon, which is still not spelt correctly in my notes. Why am I like this? And of course, you can chat with us on the Lost in Translationmon Discord server. We would also appreciate if you review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and any other podcast app that you use, as ratings assist people finding out about the podcast, or so I think anyway. You can also help out by donating to our Patreon, which is linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels for rewards such as notes, unedited episodes, and early episodes, and more. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Stephen Reeves, who is for on Archive Own, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai to this X, Neobu, who says you should follow on Twitter there, you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai to this X. Apparently, I can't say that twice. Anyway, thank you to Kyle Lismet, who's Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter, Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Grey Tanuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alemist, Michael, and Tropiamon. You can also make a one do- donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash You can also donate to make um, bleh, 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 me on my coffee account. There we are. Got that eventually. ko-fi.com slash <sighs> It is hard talking for, I guess, 
half an hour and then an additional like half an hour with the video that I did uh, in a row. But I managed to somehow put a few words together. So that's cool and fun. And anyway, thanks to Chloe and Quinn for being flexible and recording in their own time. Really appreciate that. And of course, thanks to y'all for listening. Subscribe to me on the YouTubes, Lost in Translation on. Thumbs up. I don't know why. I always do a thumbs up to the microphone, but there's no camera. There's just a microphone. So uh, just imagining me lifting up my thumbs up and then transitioning to finger guns because apparently that's just what I do. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing in advance. And of course, we will see you on the next one. Bye. And I'm also waving to the microphone apparently because the microphone can see. Bye.